Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey Hey guys! guys. (laughs) Welcome back! Welcome back. Happy Monday. So excited, yes. Hope you guys are having a good day so far, and we're excited for this episode, but before we begin, trying to think of like any recent updates or anything, but I feel like it's just like a lot of holiday stuff, and it's like busy, but like not too busy, which is good for me personally. Yeah, yeah, I feel like... It's been, I don't know, like slower on the gram, slower in the inbox a little bit. Like things are like wrapping up yeah. the year, which is good. But yeah. Yeah. But but like I'm not stressed about it. I know. Like I'm good, you know, which yeah. is so nice. And then I'm just trying to think like recently we went to the Aloe event in Newport and that was oh, so fun because that I was feel fun. like we've been manifesting Aloe for a while and yeah, then all that. of a sudden... It, like, popped up a few times, so that was really cool. Yeah, um, and we have some, like, fun things tomorrow Um, by the time this oh, comes out. Oh, it's such a busy day tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, wait, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, because it'll this will come out on Monday. Oh, because so. today's Monday, yes. <laughs> yeah, so Tuesday, we oh just have, gosh. like, some fun things in L.A. Um, It's going to be a very busy day. I'm going to be chugging a Celsius. It's a um, long day. So watch our stories, too. Oh, Come but along the cool with thing us. is, I would say, so because we're, like, self-employed and we don't have, like, a job that we go into, we mm-hmm. don't really have, like, a quote-unquote holiday party, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, really nice when brands oh, have, true. like, holiday parties because then we can go to that and that's, like, our holiday party, you know what I mean? Because I feel like you really... That's so true. Like, one of those things is, like, I didn't really ever have a normal job. I had one normal job for, like, a year and I had one holiday party with them and it was really cool because I feel like it was just such a bonding experience for the team and everyone to just kind of like let loose and when you're self-employed you obviously don't have a holiday party with your company because you are your company yeah so it's I think it's just so cool when brands put it on because then it's like you see other girls there that you know and then it's kind of like that holiday party end of the year vibe celebration thing and it's I don't know I feel like it's so crazy looking back because I remember seeing these holiday parties put on like by some of our favorite brands like one to two years ago and being like oh my god like that is so freaking cool like I hope one day we can go to one of them and like I'm just so thankful that we have the opportunity to like attend these events or holiday parties so um yeah it's like a cool I don't know if you remember this but it wasn't a holiday party, but I think it was the first major event that we paid attention to was that like Lulu's pool party in the summer. Do you oh. remember that? Lulu's? I don't think so. Yeah. Where was, like, was it? It was like 2018. I honestly <laughs> don't remember the exact location, but it was like a Lulu's pool party. And Oh my God. Remember my roommate at the time got to go as someone's like plus one and she was so excited and like I watched on people's stories and it's like like the events now and it was like you go you got gifting it was so cute all the big bloggers were there and I just remember thinking like oh my gosh like what a cool event and like now that's kind of like the things we go to so it's crazy how you know things change over a year or two and it's like the growth you can have it's just like absolutely insane yeah it's definitely doable i feel like we like manifested this so if you're listening and thinking the same thing you'll be here 
a year from now but literally yeah we like to manifest and write down everything and we talk about all the good stuff all the time and I feel like we've really stopped talking for the most part about like negative things yeah totally you know what I mean that's so important it's like people are always complaining about the algorithm and all that stuff and it's like what good does that do like misery loves company and like (laughs) Like, what's the point? It's not going to change anything. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like like you focusing on that creates like a mindset of lack. And like, if you keep focusing on that, like bad engagement or whatever, like it'll keep happening. Like, I don't know. That's just like my thing. If I have a bad engagement day, like I honestly, I don't know if this is good, but like I just stay off Instagram because I don't want it to affect me mentally. And I know like if I'm like constantly looking at the numbers, like that'll happen. But like, I just like stay off Instagram. I'm like, okay, tomorrow's a new day or I mean I won't stay completely off of it but I won't like go right, on my notifications like I yeah. actually won't look at my notifications just because I don't want to like stress myself out and like the next day is like a new day so I yeah, don't know I totally. try not to focus on I feel the like negative, for me but we all have I, those days <laughs> yeah if I notice it's like a slower engagement day um I've talked about this before my posts don't like gain a lot of traction like the first hour I post them I post like gain traction like three days later it's so weird so I feel like I don't even like bother with it I'll just like hide my likes and yeah. then if they hit that threshold that I want then I'll unhide them and if they don't then I won't and it's just kind That's of like whatever I, like yeah I love that feature honestly love that feature I feel like it's I like really being good for able to have the choice people. yeah like having the choice like I feel like it's so good for men your mental health for some people who like take it Mm -hmm. really really to heart and sometimes you just can't ignore that like you can't like fake that it doesn't affect you like it this is part of our business so it's understandable if like you're someone like that but having the option to hide your likes is like just really nice yeah I love the option I don't like if we were like forced Forced. to like choose it but I love having the option totally okay let's sorry mini mini I know we could literally keep going but what is currently influencing you this week or in general like what vibes are you feeling okay finally like so in to and I'm seeing this everywhere on my explore page is like holiday content but specifically like sequins and like nighttime flash with sequins is stunning I'm obsessed with those photos I'm trying to like figure out should we start able yeah we were talking about that the other day and like I we should like I don't know we need to find a spot I just I just like love the rooftop New York vibes or like a hotel vibe that would be cute I don't know. I've seen some like hotel sequin bed shots, if that makes sense. But yes. oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I'm just like loving that. I have some like sequin pieces that just came in, but Ooh. um, they're pretty cute. But <laughs> um, I love the sequin pants. I'm seeing. I forget where they're from. Oh, Sophia Coelho, my queen. Um, just posted in them, and they're so cute. But I oh think gosh, the ones I that look. I think the one she's wearing is super expensive. I, uh, I can't remember. I need to look again. But I love love those pants. So that's influencing me. What about you? Me going on her page right now. I, I need to feel jacket. like yeah. I feel like for me, I'm really influenced by consistency. So I know it's not like a thing or a person, but just like the overall. I guess category of consistency I don't really know how to explain it but like I feel like we both 
have like really kind of found this groove where we're shooting we have very specific places that we shoot Mm -hmm. and they give us a lot of options so like the row in downtown LA and then the guild in downtown San Diego we literally consistently shoot there Mm -hmm. and we have about five different spots at both locations so we can really get so much done and we just like know what content we're shooting we know what we're doing we can really like crank it out there's not a lot of like wasted time I would say because we just know the vibe and we know the spots and we know like which outfits we're wanting for which spots and I we've talked about this on the pod before but like we think that people really like consistency and I feel like before we used to think like oh we can't repeat that or we can't wear the same Mm -hmm. accessory or we can't pose in the same spot or dress the same way whatever and that we had to switch it up all the time but now that like consistency and like repetitiveness in a way has kind of become a theme and I think people kind of like that because they know what to expect from you totally I feel like that's been really good and we can tell like which locations are working for us and which ones aren't like very quickly like we literally shut down parking garages so quickly and -hmm. initially I was like so excited for them but like after seeing they weren't like performing as well as the other content it's like okay we're moving on from that we're not doing that we're gonna go use these other locations and they have just been working out so well so I'm like so happy with that so I just love that whole like consistency aspect of it too yeah I and like being okay with it you know I know it makes I feel like stressful yes so much less stressful and it's like I don't feel weird if I'm wearing a hat and holding a coffee cup in like photos next to each other yeah and we used to be really critical whatever that yeah I don't know so why. That's been really but nice. It has been. I was watching um Bridget's stories and she posted the other day, I think it was yesterday, and she like was like going through her old feed and sharing photos and she's like, Wow, this was just so curated and fake at the time and that was the trend. But like I'm so happy now that like I can be more real with you guys and tell you like the behind the scenes of a photo because she like has this picture that she's like sitting down reading a book looking so cute in front of the Eiffel Tower and she was like I this like skirt I had to order three of them they kept breaking like it was (sighs) cold or something I had to use this book out of the hotel's like um lobby like she just like told the whole behind the scenes and I was like that's so I love that I love how it's like so much less curated in a way like it used to just be so posed and like I don't know the changes are just so interesting to like analyze and evaluate but I just like I just feel like the consistency has really been working for us and it just like we're not like okay where are we shooting next what are we doing we have to find new places like we we just know we know what time to go we know when the lighting is good and we just like show up and do it yeah and then we like hustle yeah like if you can do that and make a system that works you guys like that is truly the biggest time saver and like stress relief ever because I feel like you're not stressed about content yeah and we know like what typically performs well and if you're like having like a low point like just creating more of that just kind post of content one of those photos, yeah. yeah like in a specific spot with like a even if it's like a specific like item of clothing like you, that you know is gonna perform well like do it right. um and find out like what's working for you and don't be afraid to continue yeah. with that and keep creating content because it's it's been good and I was like so nervous for fall I don't know why because I, I think know I was you just, were so I was nervous and I was excited for parking garages so like we were both kind of off with that but it worked out yeah it worked out for sure because like for the summer obviously the beach 
one looks kind of the same everywhere so didn't really need to worry about yeah. that but but um, that one was stressful because the freaking golden hour and sunset is yeah, so we hard only shoot to like do. two at a time but now we can yeah. crank out like five so it's been a very pleasant change um yeah I love, I love it that. and like especially batching content for the holidays because it's like I'm gonna yeah. be out of town a lot you're gonna be with your family a lot mm-hmm. so it's just like there's gonna be a like a period where we're probably not going to shoot for like a week or so mm-hmm. maybe two so it's just like building up all this content and like that having the options to too. yeah yeah we would not have been able to do this in the summer or if we like only shot at golden hour so yeah it's right nice like it, it's just exhausting because it's like you have to get ready every single day to go to golden hour and then what if it's not good then you don't shoot that day and then like yeah honestly so stressful then yeah now i'm like wow Fall is a breeze. Fall, winter is a breeze. We love it. So, yeah. Anyways, guys. That's it for me. So, yeah, let's dive into this episode now. So, I feel like this is going to be a pretty good episode because I just think we both think that like transparency is so important in this industry. And the only way to create that transparency is to talk about it, which is why we obviously have this podcast is to like help you guys and you know, understand the industry. So today's topic is about how to like not let a brand take advantage of you and to just be aware and like what those red flags might look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I feel like this is important to talk about because if you're like starting out, you might think this behavior is normal or you might feel really bad like for something that yeah shouldn't be happening if that makes sense. Like if a brand tries to like bully you or gaslight you, which we'll talk about more, but um yeah, we're just going to be diving into like what that looks like and like why it happens yeah. and like what you can actually do about it. Um, because it's kind of relevant yeah. right now in our life. So I had this girl DM me and she was like, I like stood up to this brand and I'm a small creator and I honestly wouldn't have done it like without you guys telling me all these things. Like I would have just never known. Yeah, that makes me so happy. Which I'm like so happy because like that's literally why we do this is to like help you guys and just to bring awareness to these types of things because again when we started no one was talking about it I don't even know if these things were happening or people people just dealt with it like in silent by themselves I think so I feel like it's like something that you could easily feel really embarrassed about like something as simple as you telling a brand no to something and then them pulling out and then you feel I don't know just like little things but like that guilt that we shouldn't feel yeah and I feel like it's also just really important to talk about because it's changing the industry obviously the more people that like know about this kind of stuff and like know what's wrong and what's um like not okay um it's just gonna help change the industry and help brands like understand like what they need to be paying for so spread the word (laughs) yeah I think this is like a good episode for that and just you know why would a brand do it and like what it means and I feel like sometimes brands don't mean to do it so definitely when you are doing or taking like an approach to this like you definitely don't want to be aggressive at first like you just kind of want to like point out the situation but then if it's obvious that like they do know what they're doing then that's when you can get a little more aggressive but Mm -hmm. so I guess we'll just dive in and it's like Some brands will do these things to obviously save money and like cut their costs and potentially allocate budget elsewhere because they know they can get away with it. And it's like if you pitch yourself, you know, at your rate and they're like they pitch you really low and then you take it and like a bunch of creators take it and they're like, oh, well, we can actually get away with paying this like 
lower mm-hmm. rate, like we'll save money here and then maybe pay one influencer like a lot more or whatever, like, you know, get someone pretty big to do it. So that's just like one red flag. Yeah, that's feel like yeah, that's definitely a way like brands will take advantage of people like they and it's funny because I think they understand now that people do talk about rates with each other and what they're getting paid and what kind of deliverables they're doing like a lot, a lot more. So I feel like yeah. hopefully it's becoming less of an issue, but sometimes like there will be times where I'll get paid like X amount from a brand and then like Alyssa for example will be like oh they are trying to offer me like this amount and it's just like not matching up at all and we're like oh right. so they do like have the compared budget. to like our followings and our like yeah. ratios and all that stuff yeah and I feel like that's happened before where we like tell each other and we're like oh they really lowballed me and then you can go back and like negotiate more but yeah um it could just be like obviously I want to emphasize like we are not the behind the scenes like this is just all from our point of view so some brands obviously might have like a reason behind that or if like that's their standard starting out rate that they tell influencers but they negotiate higher like that's fine but um just like things to be aware of I feel like there's like low rates and then there's like low rates that yeah, like are like a super low ball. insulting mm-hmm. low yeah. So I think it's just kind of knowing the difference with that. And I think the reasoning is because obviously this industry is still relatively new and there aren't yeah. really like any concrete like rules or like standards or benchmarks. Like there are like kind of rules here and there, but I feel like those are kind of like base rules. And it's not like, oh, mm-hmm. if like an influencer has between 10K and 20K, they should be yeah, paid this. Exactly. Because obviously everyone has different engagement. Everyone has different quality of content. Like there are so many factors and variables that play into it it's really hard to you know make a quote-unquote rule about what a standard should be and it's like as like you know self-employed or being contractors or whatever like you're allowed to make up your own rates and like Mm -hmm. I feel like photographers have been doing that forever yeah so it's just like just similar to that industry where it's like there isn't really ever in my opinion I don't think going to be like a set type thing because it's like if someone is hiring a photographer to take photos of them they're going to charge more because they're investing more you know into their content and that's totally fine but that's like not how we shoot which is also fine but we have different reasoning for our rates yeah exactly Exactly. I think yeah just like be aware of that Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time they like brands will think that bloggers won't speak up or kind of like defend themselves because one they should be like happy to get whatever rate they're offering but two they also will say things like they'll try to sell exposure to you instead of the monetary part so much yeah they'll say it's a pet peeve yeah and this is like also kind of a red flag like jumping ahead but like exposure won't make you blow up um in any way shape or form literally ever literally never like we've never seen one account like blow up from exposure yeah like like forever 21 was trying to pull that so long ago like oh we'll post you on our website and they were posting girls on their website and tagging them and like nothing ever happened those girls didn't like blow up or pop off or anything at all it's like so crazy and it's like at first you obviously think well oh if people see my image on this brand's website they're gonna click they're gonna click it but if you click the image it just goes to the item and then they're gonna buy it on the website they're not being like clicked to your profile Exactly, exactly and I feel like a lot of the times they're not gonna go like take the time out to go specifically look you up 
Yeah. They just want the shirt and to move on. Yeah. You know, like it's... We thought, I feel like I thought that was the coolest thing ever to get reposted by a brand, which it's obviously an honor and really cool still, but I thought that that was like the gateway into gaining a following and honestly yeah it's absolutely not every not. not every brand does this but like a lot of them buy their following so that's also something to keep in mind True. um you don't even like know. when you get reposted by a yeah. brand and you like expect to gain a lot of followers from it and then you don't exactly so yeah you're like no and then I think too when you said like they don't think bloggers will speak up I think that like comes with the industry being like Mm -hmm. a predominantly female industry and just like females in the workplace are like assumed to not like stand up for themselves or speak Mm -hmm. up or ask for raises or really go against the flow of things and so I feel like that's why brands kind of like expect that to be happening but it's like if I ever see someone post on their stories like oh this brand did this like what do I do and I'm like go after them like negotiate like, raise your go. rate get your money like yeah. tell them they're being wrong or whatever because like we really need to like assert ourselves and mm-hmm. our value and our worth and like the industry won't change unless we stand up to it so that's why I feel like I try to really like preach that and share that and like teach other girls like it's okay yeah, to like absolutely. say things to a brand it's okay to tell them like hey this contract doesn't work for me or ask them questions what does this mean like it's and it's like, something that, like, go ahead. I was going to say 99% of the time, I, I've just never had a rude answer from someone. And if I say, for example, like, oh, reading through the contract, like, can we take out perpetual rights and add in, like, three months or, like, a year, whatever, they always say yes, unless it's, like, a very stubborn brand and they'll just apologize and be like, we're so sorry, like, the brand, like, needs yeah. this in, like, yeah. let us know if you can work with it. Like, I've never had, like, a rude or, like, bullying like response I don't know I feel like when you ask questions like they're usually more than happy to answer so don't feel bad I feel like it's expected almost when you send girls over like a more than five page contract that they have like a few questions and it shows that you really care and you're actually reading through and stuff so don't be afraid to ask and I think too like when these brands like comment on Instagram posts and like hey we love your image and we'd love to repost you like hashtag yes to agree to our terms and it's like never ever 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 hashtag yes to that and we've Mm -hmm. said this before and I literally will like comment it it, like takes me (laughs) it takes so much to restrain myself not to comment for other girls and be like (laughs) actually no please email her for her rates thank you (laughs) because like if you read those terms and conditions literally it says like perpetual rights like they don't owe you money ever like Mm -hmm. it's absolutely insane that like they're doing that yeah and just like taking advantage of creators and it's like we've seen target do it i've seen walmart do it like so many big brands who very clearly have marketing budgets um do that so that's i feel like also a red flag i literally literally now (laughs) i want to like start like commenting replying to that comment with like red flags oh my god just red flag emoji honestly yes that's a good idea (laughs) but Okay, but speaking of, like, the bigger brands, also want to touch on the smaller brands Yeah, actually sometimes, like, have no idea. Like, it could be a brand new business owner. You never know. And so 
we've said this before, but like always say things with kindness to brands. Mm-hmm. Like if something's wrong, like obviously don't like snap at them right away. Like and be like, you're taking advantage of me. No, no, How dare that. you? No, What's no, wrong no. with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just always make sure like they understand or like you kind of are clarifying things. Uh, if that makes sense, like just be patient and right because they like literally might have no idea. They don't exactly might not know social media that much if they're not an influencer influencer but they're a brand that like itself so it's like they might not know what perpetual means but they might have mm-hmm. just seen it in a contract or a template that they have so they might throw that in there so instead of being like how dare you ask me for perpetual yeah. rights that's taking advantage of me as a content creator and I will never work with someone yeah. like that like just like letting them know like hey like you know would love to support your small business like unfortunately I don't grant perpetual rights because it yeah. means this and like this is why I don't do that um, but if you can take that out, you know, we can work like on different terms. Like I would love to meet somewhere that like we're both happy with. I think they are really understanding and appreciative of that. So it's like yeah. obviously taking that approach first. For yeah, sure. totally. So. Yeah, I've definitely had yeah. those experiences before where they also like Same. just offer a really low rate and they actually just don't know what the industry standard is at all. So, But they also can't like probably afford like exactly, standard rates exactly. and I know a lot of girls have like a quote-unquote like small business rate mm-hmm. where like they'll charge like half their rate or whatever to support and I do this too um just because I love supporting small businesses and I love yeah. supporting people who are chasing their dreams and like d- building their own business so it's like I'd love to help out in any way I can but it is still taking my time yeah but, yeah exactly Okay, so some more like pretty big red flags we'll share is, okay, so when brands say like social usage and like using your content in promotional materials like email marketing, like they make it sound like they're doing you're a favor, they're doing you a favor, but you have to remember like you're actually doing them a favor because mm-hmm. they need content for that material and that's where you come in and you should actually be charging them for that so I hate when it's like oh yeah social usage and I'm like well what does that mean specifically like yeah are you posting on your Instagram are you like always clarify that like I always clarify if they say social usage like you have my permission to solely post this on your Instagram Instagram only only like and literally only Instagram yeah that's fine with me like I don't care but I feel like social usage is now becoming this umbrella term for sneaking in like email or like any type of promotional material like website and stuff like that and you should be charging them for that so when you see social usage make sure you're talking about like only instagram organic like posting things like that um yeah definitely i feel like that's getting confused Yeah. And it's like, sometimes too, I feel like it's hard because it's like, you're working with your brand rep, right? But like, maybe they they don't usually, I'm assuming they're not the ones obviously writing the contract. So it's probably yeah. their like legal team or their boss who like said that. So like, that's why you don't want to be rude because it's like, mm-hmm. they're just the messenger in this case. And it's like, right letting them know so that they can let their boss know and it's like if a lot of people are mentioning it and bringing it up then they go back and look at it and they're like okay actually we have to like fix this or change this because girls aren't doing this yeah but it's like we all have to speak up and all have to use our voices when we can to like point out these situations when they're happening so brands Mm -hmm. are like aware of it yeah yeah that makes sense so and then 
Another red flag is when brands will continuously promise to pay you or that you'll get paid from a collaboration. And I literally, I always get so sketched out and I'm just like, I just have trust issues from past experiences. I don't believe you. (laughs) I feel like this is like, honestly, probably the number one red flag of a brand trying to take advantage of creators because... They're yeah. so full of empty promises oh, sometimes. Oh, they, they will this ask used to for be your so big. Sheet, yes. But then they'll never use it. But then you'll think like, oh, okay. Like they're asking for my rate sheet and like they know my rates, but like, I don't know you guys like. Well, they used to like, remember when this was like a thing and they would be like, okay, but we just want to see the first one and see oh, how it yeah. does. I felt like, like that a was test so post. Like, Ooh, yes, that's a big test. red flag uh, of a brand taking that. advantage of you test posts yes and you're like okay i don't do test posts you can look at my instagram feed and see how no literally um, like my post is gonna do and if you want me to pull a more specific example for you to see like i've done that with brands before like like literally i'll be like this is very similar to what i would post for you this is how it'll probably perform like but i don't do a test post but i feel like brands would like use that to like exactly yeah like, like a test post is girls. literally just getting a first free collaboration like what exactly You're and then they'll just your... be like oh well you didn't hit our requirement of twenty thousand story views so mm-hmm. we can't pay like you. something outrageous like crazy if you're sending yeah. them your stats which should be in your media kit they should absolutely have a very well understanding of how the post is going to perform and react yeah. with your audience also based on your demo you know it's not a surprise here you can look at my engagement like that type yeah. of thing so definitely avoid test posts um yeah unless I feel like I was just gonna say like unless they're saying like oh we want to gift you and then um as long as you can like ask for the next collaboration to be paid and kind of just mm-hmm. like ask them straight up if that is in the cards or whatever um and they can lie to you they can lie to you for and sure. ghost you yeah (laughs) definitely has happened but then it's like I guess you live and learn and then you can talk about your experience with other girls but I feel like we do it so we have like our rule like if we know that the brand pays other girls consistently like we've talked to them we've confirmed it ourselves like there's potential Mm -hmm. we'll do the first one unpaid letting them know like love to do the first one and then if we're both you know happy with the results the next one to be paid and then if you get to the second one and they don't want to pay you again that's when we walk away yeah that's that's okay a brand taking advantage of you um but also for test posts or like gifted things it's also totally okay to say i would love to receive you know the gifted items or whatever but like i can't guarantee this as a dedicated post on instagram but like would love to share with my on my stories something like that like i just did that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. With the brand um, on the basis of hopefully like they'll pay me. I don't, I honestly don't know if this brand pays, but um, they have comfy clothes. So I was like, okay, like I'll share them this with my followers on my stories, but can't guarantee a dedicated post sis. And she was like, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, cause sometimes like the budget will be full for the month and I don't know, they don't have full control over budget allocation, who knows, but just like making sure you're very clear with your expectations, um, right. with like the, the partnership that you have, um, is always very good. Yeah, totally agree. It's just kind of like one of those things where you have to like kind of figure it out for yourself so it's like asking other girls seeing like if they've like go to their tagged posts and like see if like people have hashtag ad to see if they've paid people or asking your friends or just things like that or maybe taking that small risk and if you really like the brand I would say if you really love the brand do Mm -hmm. that one gifted it's totally fine because we've done that and it's led into paid partnerships so it's totally fine but like if you've never heard of this brand before you don't really know you don't really like it I personally wouldn't do it just because like you don't you just don't know and it's like obviously you deserve to be compensated and that's kind of the way the industry is moving towards so it's just like and like saying no it's something like that could open so many more doors yeah because you're not accepting that for yourself and it could manifest into something better yes so agreed and like yeah I don't know I think that's that on that but okay Another one, another red flag is when a brand tries to lower your rates. Um, And this can be like a bunch of different things. Like it could be just like a very big lowball in negotiating. It could be like a brand paying you a good rate. And then like the next month they're trying to like take advantage and be like, oh, actually like our budget is completely booked and we need to pay you like literally less than half of what we paid you before obviously still good that you got paid the first rate (laughs) this is happening to me um but like that is taking advantage because um they obviously don't want to pay you your full rate again which is or literally the same brand to me I'm like this is my rate and they're like oh actually we only have a fifth of what you want yeah (laughs) yeah definitely red flag that is a brand taking advantage of you so just be aware um with these lowball rates <laughs> I feel like that's why we like pitch ourselves higher to begin mm-hmm. with because it's like yeah. you just know these brands are gonna like try to pitch you lower and it just sucks because it's like obviously you wish that like everyone was just fair and paid the fair rate and whatever but then mm-hmm. obviously like companies want to save money and get as much bang for their buck as possible so like I get it it's a business tactic yeah but for us like on our end it's just like 
it's like you never know like should you negotiate should you ask for more should mm-hmm. like are they lowballing you or is that genuinely in their rate like it's just so hard so I think that's why talking to people definitely kind of helps like get a range or idea with that yeah and kind of like how because I know there's so many brands that are like that I'm like okay well what did they pay you like okay you have this many more followers than me so like my ratio would be like something around this rate and that's what I'll ask for so it's just again it's that whole thing where there's no rules in this industry so it's really us all just trying to figure this out and navigate it ourselves and seeing like what sticks and what works and sometimes like if it's not working I feel like it does hit your confidence levels like on yourself Mm -hmm. but again you have to remember it's not you it's just like a business tactic and so you just have to keep like going and keep asking and like not let up and don't give up or feel like super down on yourself with it because it literally happens to everybody it happens to us all the time you guys so yeah all the time feel like you're alone or like your content isn't valuable because we deal with this nonstop. yeah and I just remember when I was you know a few years ago um and I would just look at these girls who had like over 50k or whatever I just thought like I just thought everything was so big and crazy. I'm like, oh my God, they're probably getting paid like a hundred thousand a year and like blah, blah, blah. And I just like never thought that they would have struggles with like negotiating or getting collabs or anything. So it's important to know that everyone struggles with this. Like obviously not everyone is super open about it and it can be a pretty uncomfortable topic. Um, But I don't know. I just like never thought girls we're having issues right right. we always thought like there was like this threshold you would like hit that like all your problems would go away all these brands reach out to you you would like be making so much money without having to try super hard yeah and And it's just like not paying your rate yeah no it's not the case like i feel like in this industry you're you're always gonna have to negotiate and kind of like go back and forth with brands and um just like you figure it out you live and you learn what brands are like doing to take advantage of people and you kind of just like walk away from that and like I don't know you play the game you know but (laughs) anyways exactly another red flag um and I feel like I'm seeing this less which I love because I freaking hate whitelisting um is whitelisting because brands will try to sell this to you as you like you're getting exposure on your account because they're gonna boost it on the back end to like thousands of accounts but honestly that does nothing for you first of all like I've never and also yeah like I've never clicked on someone's page that was whitelisted that I saw in like a sponsored post doesn't get you anything it could if you don't ask enough questions or research it could backfire on you because you don't Mm -hmm. know who they're promoting it to and like you could start getting a bunch of like male followers or like spammy followers I was talking to a girl today a girlfriend on Instagram and she was saying how this brand like paid for you whitelisting or boosting on her post and like has a lot of exposure and whatnot but she's getting like like such weird spammy followers from it and like you have no idea like if they're like like say if they're doing like 50% men 50% women and you don't want that male following like Mm -hmm. that could potentially hurt you because then those male followers will follow you and that's like not what you want if that's like not their target so I feel like you just have to be so careful you have to ask like who they're going to be showing it to like what are the demographics what's the territory and like just be very aware because 
it's like yeah again they sell you on whitelisting being so great for you but it's not i've never seen anyone blow up from whitelisting and honestly it could just hurt you more than help you i feel like and then i remember like people talking about being whitelisted and like their reach going down yeah do you remember that yeah it's just like whitelisting bottom line is not attractive to the creator it is only attractive and beneficial for the brand like genuinely unless you're in a really great position with you know i feel like revolve girls like i always see those whitelisted ads so maybe they do get you know a little bit more of a benefit doing but that, i feel like but... that's really specific because they target females for sure yeah. and it's like if that's something you would typically post anyway and that's what your feed looks like if someone clicks on it and then they see your feed and they like it then they'll follow so that's i feel like a very like good targeted example but like yeah. if you're just doing like a random like i remember one girl did a convenience store she had a collab with 7-eleven and they wanted to whitelist her content oh yeah and like the demographic she was like not okay with she's like i don't want this photo shown to men because they're literally all just gonna follow me and i'm gonna just spend hours blocking them yeah and i feel like with whitelisting it's always the product-based brands that want to whitelist yeah, yeah. And it's not like fashion brands usually so i feel like fashion brands would be more beneficial than product obviously because product brands are marketing and targeting both male and female and like probably older or you know who knows just ask before you agree but if they are trying to sell it to you as exposure and they're not going to pay extra for it red flag that's a brand taking advantage of you really quick if we if you don't know what whitelisting is we talk about it a lot but if it's like the first episode you're listening to so whitelisting is when a brand will use your post and put paid ad spend behind it so when it shows up as an ad it's under your name and then the post will say like shop now or click here and then it directs to the brand's website or whatever so they're going on the back end and boosting and putting paid advertising spend behind your post and then it'll show up on like whatever demographic they sent it to so yeah that's whitelisting so it's like essentially it's an ad but it shows up under your name instead of the brand's name because people will be more likely to post some or like click on something that from someone that they know versus Mm -hmm. just like the brand itself so yeah that's what whitelisting is we usually don't recommend it unless a brand is actually paying you for it and you are okay with it i've definitely done whitelisting one time i did it for this brand it was thistle and literally all my friends sent me the ad and they're like hey like did you allow this and i was like yeah i did and then it was like i appreciate you guys sending this but like yeah. yeah good friends for sure and but yeah so i did that and like that ad was showing up everywhere but like honestly i thought it was cute so yeah and if like and they and they paid for it so yeah yeah. then you don't have no problem with that because that's the benefit for you is the extra payment paid exactly exactly so that is that on whitelisting so the next red flag and i feel like this is becoming so common and i don't understand why but it's when brands use your photo and they don't pay you and i just like I don't understand like this isn't a thing like if you're going to use a creator's photo on your website on your email list like that you should be charging for that those are usage rates like that's exactly what usage is for they're using your photo and it's like I feel like you address it with them and then they just like gaslight you and like play dumb and then they're like oh I'm so sorry like we won't do it again and it's like 
But the damage is already done. Like, yeah. And this is... You can't a, undo what you just did. So yeah. it's like, well, now you have to, like, pay for that. And it's like, brands are like, oh, my gosh, like, we didn't know. Or, oh, like, sorry, the last rep didn't tell me that, like we weren't allowed to use your content. And I feel like it should be the opposite. Like you shouldn't be using anyone's content unless you ask them for permission. Exactly. And that's what we're talking about in this instance. Like if you tag a brand and then they literally, they don't even communicate with you about anything about the photo. They just take it and use it for like emails or website or whatever. Yeah, That's like specifically what we're talking about. Right, Um, right. Because, I feel like for us yeah. both, like if they post us on Instagram and tag mm-hmm. us, we're genuinely okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm fine with that. But it's things that... If they paid can, your rate. Yeah. And it was fair. <laughs> but things like email marketing and website and stuff that is just helping their brand and like making them more sales potentially. So that's when yeah, obviously they should be paying you. And also... I think that's like copyright if they don't ask you. So they should definitely be asking so, you for yeah. permission. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like brands can get into a lot of trouble for this. And they're just so like blatantly, they just like do it. And I'm like, I'm like, I literally at first, obviously I was nervous and I feel like everyone is like that, but like you have to get over it. And if you see your, e- your photo being used like on a website or an email that you did not authorize screenshot it first because they're obviously going to take it down immediately so screenshot it for proof and then send them just send them an invoice don't even ask them you just be like hey like someone said this to me and you're using my image without my permission here's my usage rates and this is my fee for unauthorized usage slap them with an invoice and hopefully they pay you because Mm -hmm. if they don't pay you then you could potentially get a lawyer and do it that way and it's like I feel like (laughs) brands normally would want to avoid that yeah but I guess not all the time so yeah they think I feel like yes and it's like they just like kind of sneak in that paid ad usage or if they use it in an email and they're like oh well it's organic there wasn't any paid ad it's like I don't care and then they just kind of apologize afterwards it's yeah I just feel like it's so disrespectful to the creator and then they like try to gaslight you or bully you when you do speak up about it or like potentially like promise a future paid collab Mm -hmm. and it's like they're like okay well like we'll send you this amount of clothing credit or like oh like what are your rates we'll pay you like we can pay you for the next one or potentially pay you and it's like no if you are literally not gonna offer me a full-on paid collaboration right now at my rate like no but also going back to the paid ad usage when brands try to sneak that in I'm really talking about like when you grant them like organic social usage, but then they go ahead and use your photo, the content that you sent them as a paid ad. That is so not okay because they are putting ad spend behind the photo and potentially getting sales from that photo, but they didn't pay you for it. Um, so paid ads do not fall into like organic social usage, if that makes sense. And yeah. it's important to know the difference. I just hate the word organic because it's like brands try to use that. That's like, I feel like also a red flag in itself. Brands will try to be like, oh, well, it's like organic, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care if it's organic or not. Like I need to be paid. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, this is my job. This is, like, how I pay my bills and, like, your exposure, your whitelisting, your perpetual and all that stuff is not going to pay my bills. So that doesn't help me here. Yeah. And I remember when we did Clubhouse, there were so many girls that said they found out a brand was using their content as a paid ad and they didn't know or someone sent it to them and they didn't really know what to do. But let it be known that is not okay okay this Um, is what you do i'll tell you steps to take right now so if you see your photo being used unauthorized by you you take a screenshot immediately and then you write an email to the brand saying hi just wanted to oh you titled the email um re colon unauthorized (laughs) content usage urgent and then you write your email (laughs) saying like hey it's been brought to my attention that the brand is using my photo for an email blast a paid ad on instagram whatever it is or your website screenshot um be like i've attached the photo to this email um it's been brought to my attention that it's been being used without my authorization i've attached my invoice for you um please pay it upon receipt or please pay upon yeah receipt i think Mm -hmm. And then just attach your invoice and then attach the screenshot of the item. Like, you don't even ask, like, hey, like, can you pay me for that? Like, no. You just straight up tell them, like, hey. <laughs> Send your invoice. Um, you you used this without my authorization. You have no idea how many people have seen it. You have no idea how many sales it's driven. You have no idea how many clicks. Like, you don't know any of that information. And, like, the brand will be like, oh, well, we didn't know. Like, yeah, you absolutely knew. Like, don't even try to play that. So, unfortunately, like, it's not my fault that you didn't know. So, here's <laughs> my rate for unauthorized usage. Like, yeah. Like, it's so crazy to mm-hmm. me that, like, brands, like, play this whole, like, innocent victim game. Like, oh, well, we didn't know. And it's like, yeah, you freaking did. Like, come on. <laughs> I would hope that. Come on that someone in the company is telling them like the social team or whatever what if you're a big brand and you have a legal team like yeah yeah once again like if it's a small brand and they don't know you need to educate them kindly on it and um yes this is for big brands yeah but for big brands they do know who have Um, worked with people before and you'd like yeah yeah but just another way that some brands like to take advantage of creators. Um, and then I feel like the last red flag for now definitely is those big platforms like um, Grin. I think – I'm trying to think of as if Aspire – I think Aspire? I think Aspire, Aspire you can negotiate. Some like, of them you can negotiate, easily. yeah. But – I feel like Grin is just like set and you can't like – go in and change it yeah so when you agree to a collaboration on the some of these platforms they will have perpetual usage in the platform where you can't change it or they can't like move it it's an agreement they probably have to pay a lot to be on those platforms because it's like an understanding i guess i don't know that they are gonna grant perpetual usage with the influencers that agree to do it on the platform who knows but definitely check that before you like agree on these platforms because sometimes they do sneak it in there um and you have to be okay with that if you do want to move forward but yeah i feel like they're obviously we talk about perpetual and it like being like a big hard no-no and but i think it's more of just like being aware 
And if you are going to accept it, you're aware that you're accepting it and you're not just yeah. accepting it and then you didn't realize it type thing. Because like there, like I do a lot of work through Grin and like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just accept the perpetual rights because like one, we've mentioned this, like fashion changes so much. So the like chances that this right. brand is going to be using your photo after six months is like very, very low because like, you know, a lot of places don't keep the same like items in stock for that long because mm-hmm. if it's fast fashion, you know, and so it's just like okay or like say your requirement is just stories for the brand like I don't even know I'm like I don't even think they're probably gonna like maybe see this and if they do like are they gonna save it yeah you know what I mean so I'm like okay because I'm like they're not gonna like perpetually use my stories again it's clothing like you're not gonna like have this style available in six months probably I think it's like be more careful for like product Mm-hmm. collaborations or Definitely. things that are like they keep in stock or that are around longer there there's not like seasons I guess so yeah just like products in general but it's like just be aware of perpetual don't be scared of it and just know how you want to approach it and use it and like if you are okay with it then like great but mm-hmm. yeah 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 I think that's that on that so we just have a few more things and it's just like what can you do to deal with these red flags how to avoid them how to you know deal with them or get over them and I think it's just so important to talk to other girls who have worked with the brands Mm -hmm. um, to see like what their experience is and like if they're your friends asking them sending them dms or just like maybe if you don't know them too well just kind of dm them and be like hey girl i saw you worked with this brand like they reached out to me and i just wanted to know your experience was it like a good experience just like ask that like something Mm -hmm. very simple you're not asking specifics and i think that's totally okay yeah and like we've said i think in the last episode or maybe the one before that asking if you know if they if you think a brand is trying to take advantage with a really low ball rate but you don't know if they pay more, it's totally okay to ask other girls if the brand paid their rate or if they paid lower than their rate. So you're not actually asking any like what their rate is details. Yeah. Like what their rate is. They simply, if someone asked me that I would be like, Oh no, like they paid my rate or they paid more or like, you know, I negotiated more or whatever. Um, I think that's totally fine, but we are just trying to create a more transparent, industry talking to girls I feel like we always say this like just ask other girls honestly dm them I feel like they're probably wondering the same thing and I feel like I like when people ask me things about brands and it just makes me happy that we're moving in that direction as right (laughs) an industry because like you guys know and we've said it didn't used to be like this so don't be afraid to reach out and like talk to other girls and it'll probably like make you not feel alone as well right so yeah yeah I think it's just important to like build a community and being comfortable asking these questions because that's the only way to really like grow as an Mm -hmm. industry I feel like at this point so I think another thing that you can do is Mm -hmm. like we just said is confront the brand and send them an invoice for what they used your content for like and just being bold about it and not and like having confidence behind it because it's just not okay that brands are doing that and it's like they're taking the approach of like asking for um what's the saying oh asking for forgiveness oh what is it 
They'd rather ask for per- forgiveness than oh, permission. Yeah. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's that. So it's just like that's not how it should be. They should definitely be asking for permission, mm-hmm. not forgiveness. And it's like because this is our business, this is our brand, it's our image, it's our likeness, it's our influence. Like that's a really big deal to like take advantage of someone's content like that. Right. And it's just like not okay. And like in the photography world, there's this like whole like thing about like copyright and when people Mm -hmm. use photographers images without their consent like there's a lot of money in that so it's like I feel like that's gonna start to become a thing in the influencer industry which is really good so it's like just send them the like we just talked about my little steps that I said Mm -hmm. send them that invoice and like you know you can even ask them like the timeline of like how long they've been using your photo what the territory was all the details but like honestly just like slap them with the number that you feel good with because it's like so not okay and if it goes like further than that and they just don't want to like um address it or pay you I feel like it is a good idea to consult a lawyer about the situation because if a brand knows like they're not okay or like even if you don't have a lawyer you can threaten legal action first Mm -hmm. before you go looking for a lawyer so you can be like oh I you know if this invoice isn't paid you know within x amount of days I'm gonna be like forced to take legal action and I feel like sometimes that'll scare brands into paying your invoice (laughs) but that's like but um, sometimes it will not I feel like ask first and send the invoice and if they're like trying to beat around the bush or like not address the invoice that's when you're like I yeah like that's when you bring up the legal action because they probably they're obviously gonna try to beat around the bush if they do something that they weren't supposed to and then they have to pay you now um because they would have asked if they were gonna be okay with that so yeah, definitely send that invoice and then talk about... I think brands <laughs> are, like, in general, becoming more aware of it. Like, I think, I think they're so aware too. that, like, creators are beginning to know, like, their rights and, like, what they can do with, like, in terms of the legal stuff. And so I think that's, like, a good thing because then it's, like, they don't yeah. want to get caught in that. So if it's, like, they're not going to do it or they're going to ask permission or whatever or put it in contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm... I feel like I might have mentioned it before, but I'm not sure. I but so. I'm, I can't remember if it was on the pod, but I am currently dealing with this situation and I actually have contacted a lawyer um, and we are in the process of moving forward together. Yeah. So as soon as everything like wraps up and closes, I will give you guys so much detail of like what happened. And if it's a good experience, I can potentially share the lawyer as well. But this is the first time that I've ever done something like this. And I just think it's something good to go through. I think it's a good learning experience. I think it's something that needs to happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, this brand was very, like, rude about it and, like, just kind of tried to gaslight me. And, like, Mm -hmm. they told me that the image in the email that – the image that they used in their email, they told me they could unsend the email, which I was like, that's literally crazy. No, you can't. So it's like, why would you say that? And then they offered, they asked what my rates were for a future, like potential paid collaboration. So they weren't even like guaranteeing, like setting up a paid collaboration in that moment. And so it's like, again, just trying to gaslight and avoid the situation. And I told them like, if they don't address the invoice or have it paid within like, three days like I would be taking legal action and I Mm -hmm. literally told him that like almost three times and they ended up just ignoring me so I have contacted a lawyer we are doing the things and I will 
keep you guys posted. I think it's going to be a really interesting experience, but I do think it's the direction the industry needs to move in and just like brands need to know it's not okay to do this. And I feel like, you know, if it happens to them one time, they won't do it ever again. So it's just kind of like an experience thing that just like has to happen and then they'll stop doing it. Because obviously, like I sent them an invoice for a lot less than what this lawyer is going to slap them with. So it's like they could have paid my invoice, but they didn't. So now and then they they have to. Yeah. And so now they have to like they're going to have to deal with that. So that's unfortunate for them. But yeah, that's the choice they made. I gave them all the opportunities to make it right and they chose not to. So obviously I lose respect for the brand. I'm never going to work with them. I have no interest in having a relationship with them at all. And at this point, I just want the lawyer to do his thing and make it right. Yeah. So I'm excited about this um, (laughs) experience because I've also never heard of someone like personally knowing someone who has dealt with this and actually took legal action because I think it's so much easier to just like turn your head the other way and be like, okay, like that was really annoying, but what can I do? And like, it's really cool that you did actually go through with it and we're all excited to hear the experience. (laughs) I know you do. So hopefully we'll have a juicy episode coming in the next weeks months don't know how sometime yeah Yeah. no idea how long this is gonna take but we are moving and there has been like steps taken so it's legit and yeah we'll keep you guys posted for sure but hopefully these tips will help you guys kind of realize Mm. certain situations that just like are not okay when brands put you in them or like how to address them or how to just deal with them because again when we started this was not a thing anything we talked about in this episode today was literally (laughs) not a thing that people talked about at all yeah which is like so crazy but it's like now we're dealing with these little things and it's like obviously we're all like entrepreneurs we're dealing with our own business and it's so hard if you don't talk to other people to like know what to do because no one's talking about it it's not like someone's going on their stories and like saying like hey this brand used my photo today and now i'm charging them this and i have a lawyer like people just don't say those things and so we just love transparency and the only way to get there is if we talk about it so hopefully these tips like helped you guys that's our goal yeah yeah but i think that's it anything else you think no i think that's it i hope this was helpful Um, yeah let us know send us dms Send us DMs if this has happened to you or if yeah. you've ever done anything. Or if you're We'd going through love it to too. know. Yes. And then always we have our Facebook group as well. We can we always chat in there. It's the influence community. Feel free to join it. We have good conversations going in there. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. I think that's it, you guys. We okay. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. I can't believe it's freaking december i feel like it's already flying by december i'm Dude, like whoa hold on i know but <laughs> it's freaking hope out. you guys have a good holiday season and we will see you in the next episode yeah bye guys bye guys thanks so much for listening we hope you guys love this episode don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every monday leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week bye, bye.